0: So International Women's Day just went by, right? It was just around the corner. And I thought that this episode would be a good way to kind of talk about breaking the bias. So let's talk about break the bias. I wanted to do this episode today. It's short, but I think it's very important because as people, as human beings, we have values, we have personal values. And as businesses we also have values and there are things that we stand for, there are things that we stand against and there are things that we believe in and things that we do not want to. And me as a person, as a professional, as a photographer, as a woman, as a mother, I too have values. And if there is one thing that I am against or something that I don't stand for, it is gender bias. I, My values, personal and business, are highly embedded on the foundation of Equality, and I truly, truly stand for it, which is why this episode is very close to my heart and something that I truly want to share with you because I have a strong feeling that I'm not the only one who thinks this way. I'm not the only one who has experienced these and I'm not the only one who wants this to change, which is why I want to share my thoughts with you today and I want you to share your thoughts with me. So here we go. put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. Okay, so before I start, I just want to narrate a situation to you and I kind of want you to be present with me in this moment. I want you also to be honest in your reaction to this moment. Like, I'm going to tell you something and I want you to visualize it with me and you don't have to answer me or anybody, but you have to be very honest in what you think about it. All right. So whatever you're doing, just drop it for a minute. Just give me a full attention and let's visualize this together. OK, it's eight o'clock in the morning you are dressed for work. You have an important meeting. So you can imagine you're all caught up in that. All right. You just want everything to go smoothly in the morning. You quickly finish your breakfast. You pack your laptop. You've got your papers ready. You've got your points for the meeting ready. You quickly say your buys to your partner, to your wife, to your dog, to your friend whosoever's around and You get on your Uber app, you get in a taxi or your taxi app and you call a cab and you're ready to leave. You dash out through the door, the cab arrives, and you're just about to get in when you realize that the driver is a woman. What's your reaction? Oh, gosh, there it goes. I'll never reach on time today. Or you think, oh, gosh, pray for me that I reach safely. Or do you think... Ah, why did this have to happen today tell me honestly whether you're late for work or not whether you have a meeting or not if you call a cab and a woman driver shows up do you react do you have a different reaction and if your answer is no then high five my friend but if you're being honest and saying yes then let me tell you you're not alone 90% 90% of the world has that reaction so you are definitely not alone and well talking about bias when you see a woman driver this i feel like this immediately a trigger because it's a bit out of the normal yeah right and we think we start wondering whether it's going to be a safe ride and we have assumptions we assume that oh she's probably new and i wonder why she's driving and uh, she's probably not even been driving for so long so let's just say there is a bias, period. Let me ask you, as a woman, have you faced bias at work um, or in a restaurant, being served at a restaurant or at the grocery store or even at a flight check-in counter? And if you're not a woman and you've not faced the bias yourself, have you witnessed it? Have you ever seen it around you? If I had to share well, I have definitely faced bias and at all of those places and way more at many different stages of life, at many different fields, I have been there. I have been in the bias, either witnessing it or being part of it. And whether it was education in university or it was architecture or photography, I've been there. And I definitely know that in all of those situations, I was being treated differently than the men around. So I still remember when I was in Delhi, I was working in a very large architecture firm and I was in the healthcare team. So the team that used to design hospitals, all right? So healthcare design, I know it sounds dry, but healthcare design was really my love. I used to love it. I could sit and I could design healthcare spaces for hours. I just loved it that much. But I was the only girl in that team. And even though I was the most passionate, the most diligent, and might I say the most hardworking, the kind of work that was passed to me was garbage. All the garbage work was palmed off to me. Like I'm being polite right now. Uh, When I would request more of the thinking, more of the designing part, I would literally be handed a pile of drawings to just sit and check. So instead of doing any kind of brain work, instead of applying my knowledge, all the knowledge that I'd gained by going to university, I would be sitting there checking blueprints and tallying them with other drawings a job that even a 10-year-old could do. And you know what? One day, the CEO of the firm, he walked into the office and he declared that he had a new project and he quickly needed to kind of, you know, shuffle teams and he needed new team members. You won't believe what happened. The entire healthcare team, My team, the team I was working with, you know, teams and team, they all those men, they just spoke out in unison take her. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine how I would have felt at that time? I felt so unwanted. I felt like they didn't deserve my dedication. They just wanted their chai samosa kind of boys' group because clearly I did not fit in and not for any other reason except one and only one. Reason. Yeah, that was architecture. But even in photography, I've seen bias visible in many different ways. Okay, so for my commercial projects, I usually have an assistant on set or more than one. I've seen how assistants work with other photographers, especially men, male photographers. So I have a fairly good idea what it looks like, what it should be. I know exactly what to expect, you know, how they behave, their duties, the professionalism and just their overall demeanor. So I know I have a good idea. Now, I have a different kind of assistants. So some are amazing. And there are some who just forever keep ringing the bias bell. I worked with one and he did his job and he did it fine. All right. But it came with this sense of skepticism for my skill. So, for example, if I would ask him to orient the camera in portrait. All right. He would challenge me. He would challenge my request by saying landscape could also be used as portrait or something like that. You know, you could put your camera and he would kind of start teaching me. All right, so if I asked him that, okay, please set my tripod in a flat lay. And then when I would find that it's not a perfect flat lay, he would tell me that I'm wrong. I can definitely be wrong. If there's one thing I do well, is to keep my angles right because hello, I'm an architect. and <laughs> Lines and angles and symmetry and proportion is definitely my forte. So I clearly know and I can tell when a flat lay is not a complete flat lay. So I knew he was not correct, but he was constantly challenging me, constantly telling me I was wrong. And even though he would do it in the end, but there was just the body language. It was just there. Now, because I know how it works in the industry, I know that an assistant gives the photographer his due and he works according to their process and their workflow. Ha, there's a way to do it, right? Anyway, so I constantly felt that that assistant had a bit of like you know you, you don't even know what you're doing kind of an attitude towards me and only with me. The point was that I had seen him interacting with others. I had seen him with others, and he always came across as someone who thought that a woman, even if you if even if I spoke to him, he always came across as someone who thought that a woman could never match the skill level of a man and it just became like tougher and tougher for me to work with him i i was very nice to him i was very professional and i kept giving him the benefit of doubt but he constantly made these passing remarks his behavior his body language it's not always what you say it's also the way you behave and i think as a woman we get it we just catch it we know when it is done the wrong way and like even when it came to my Technical stuff, like how I wanted my light to be set up, how I wanted my diffuser, how I wanted the angle, he would just not do it because he didn't think that that was right because he didn't like a certain kind of reflector. So he wouldn't use it like, come on, man, come on, give me a break. You think he would have had that attitude if I was a man? You think he would have behaved like this if I I was a male photographer? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I tell you what I tell you in the world of commercial food photography, there is a lot of bias. And sometimes I feel like, you know, when you approach restaurants and chefs and you're talking to agencies and they see this petite woman walking in with a softbox that's like double her size. Then just for a moment, maybe just for a moment, but for that moment, they do doubt her capabilities they do wonder if she is skillful and if she's good with technicalities and whether she will be able to pull off a shoot because of who she is. Come on, when people see this five foot one inch petite girl walking as a photographer, they, not always, but often I see the expressions and they're always like, she, really? Can she even do the job? So yeah, it's not always like that, but there have been many, many situations. And let me share with you something that happened just last year. So I was being interviewed for a commercial packaging shoot. I think a lot of you might remember this from my stories also when I posted about it. So I was being interviewed for a commercial packaging shoot and they had this new product that was being launched in the market and they were interviewing me to find out how I would shoot that product. So they gave me these images for reference. All right. So there was an interview. It was a proper interview interview. They had given me these images for reference, and basically, they wanted to ask me how I would create or replicate that kind of light that I was seeing in the images. And when I looked at it, it looked actually quite straightforward to me. I knew exactly how I could achieve it. And uh, just like every photographer, I, I explained to them what kind of light I would use what direction I would use, how many lights I would use, how I would get the shadow. I would take, I just explained everything because for me, I, I didn't think that was a very challenging thing. It was nothing out of the extraordinary, maybe for some, but I, I felt very confident that I could recreate it. But this guy, this guy who was interviewing me, he was just not convinced and he just kept saying, you know, I tried to, I tried to create this light and I couldn't. Uh, well, and just because he couldn't get it right, he was convinced that I couldn't get it right. And that whatever answer I was giving, he was just not convinced. And his tone was so condescending. You can just tell. And even though like I had no doubt in his mind, he was full of doubts. He kept asking me questions, which are like, you know, literally doubting my skills. And he was like, how many lights do you have? So I was like, how many lights do you need? You know, it was like, really? I'm telling you what I can achieve. If you're not happy with it, then put it out in a more professional way or in a you know, it's not about how many lights one has, it's whether they are confident to be able to do it. All right. So he had this really condescending tone. It was a very demotivating conversation because I felt like I had all the skills and I gave all the right answers and he knew exactly what to do. But he had this preset idea in his mind that if he couldn't do it, then how could I? And he just came from that place, you know, so There have been many, many instances where I have felt like the questions that are being asked of me or the way people are responding to me, it would not have been done had it been a man. So I've definitely seen a different kind of reaction at many different stages. And it's not everybody. Please don't get me wrong. But there have been times and I feel like there is definitely a bias and it is irrespective of the industry, it's irrespective of your location, wherever you go, there is a bias. And this is a long battle. And that's why along the way, I have put together certain philosophies, certain practices for myself when it comes to gender bias, how I deal with it, what my mindset is, and how it, how to make it work for me. All right. So I'm going to just share these very briefly with you. There are four practices or four philosophies that I fall back. My number one and the foremost and the foundational philosophy or mindset is know yourself in and out. We need to be so thorough in our work that no doubt can move us. No one else's doubt can move us. Because when people doubt us, we begin to doubt ourselves. And that happens very often. But if we are confident and we have the knowledge, we have the skills, then that doubt also disappears fairly quickly. So be confident in your abilities, become skillful, become knowledgeable, because God knows that gender can definitely not be the deciding factor for capability. And that, my friend, is the truth. All right. So point number two is that not everyone is biased. All right. And I have said that many times in this episode today that some are great, but some are not. And so having said this, we need to know that not everybody is biased, that every person is not attacking us because they are coming from a place of gender bias. Some people are just like that. And whether you're a man or a woman, that's how they are. And no one's good enough for them. So we just have to know when it's real bias and when it's just the person on the other side so we cannot start from a place where we always assume that that person is biased all right so that was point two not everyone is biased then we have point three and I think this point is important just for our own sanity all right so point number three is choose your battles choose your battles So I know this is very personal, which is why I say choose. You need to see which battles are worth fighting for and which ones are not. And it's just like in life, like, you know, choose your battles. We choose our battles in life. The same way when it comes to this, we have to choose our battles because gender bias cannot change overnight. This is not a battle that can be won today, tomorrow, in the next minute, which is why I'm not someone who will call out every single person for their biased behavior. But at the same time, I do definitely express my displeasure if I think it is appropriate and it depends on the situation. So I don't go and call out every person, but I also don't keep quiet when I should be speaking up. So it really depends on when we speak up. And what matters most actually is that we are not in it, that we don't support it, that we don't encourage it, and that's the first thing. But this is completely up to you. If you want to stand up against it, for every situation that comes up, you go ahead. But please remember that the results don't always go your way. And that is something I've definitely learned the hard way. This is a long battle, and it will only change over time. It is little by little you know, that we are getting conscious, that we are talking about it, that we're bringing it out in the open. And that is how it will change little by little, because this battle has been on for ages and centuries now. So choose your own battles for your own sanity in a way that works best for you. And that this is my very personal opinion. You might have a different chain of thought, a different school of thought for this. Alright with that I come to point number 4 which I think is something again I've seen a lot and I'm I'm pretty certain that you guys will agree with me and that is women need to support other women we really need to do that this is probably the most important thing women need to support other women and that is because our nature is to compete with each other it's so ironical really like you know whether it comes to clothes or skin care or cosmetics or children or house, or home, talent, skill, uh, gear, I don't know, everything. We are always competing. That is so sad. Well, let me tell you, competition is not based on gender. Competition is competition. You don't have to beat the woman next to you. If you're really competing, beat the person next to you. And that person can be man or woman. Beat the person better than you and do it in the most healthy way. That's what I would say. And in this effort, actually just try supporting the woman next to you because it's not without reason they say that when women support women, amazing things happen. And you know what? We women are not very good at it and we need to do more. And you know why? Why? So that the next time a woman taxi driver shows up at our door, we don't have fear. We don't have doubt. We don't think, oh, why did this have to happen with me? And oh my God, we don't do any of that. Instead, we give her a high five and we say, hit the gas, sister. (laughs) Well, I have so many more experiences and I have so many more instances that I can actually tell you about, but that's not the point. I wanted to keep this a short episode. And basically, on International Women's Day, on this occasion, I just wanted to bring you some of these stories of the bias that I have faced just to tell you That you are not alone because I am 100% certain that you have had similar experiences too. And I want to hear them. I really want to hear them. So if you could drop me an email with your story or you can send me a DM on Instagram, I want you to know that you're not alone in this. I want to hear your story. So if you could do me a favor and send me your story, share your story with me, I would be so appreciative. Also, to make myself feel that I'm not alone in this. In the meantime, wishing you all happy International Women's Day. I truly, truly, truly hope that there comes a time when we don't have to have a special day to celebrate women. I truly wish for that. Until then, let's do our part. Let's break the bias. See you next time. Bye-bye.